If I was if I had a gang, that would be our that would be our sound. Because it's not recognizable. The cops aren't gonna know you because they would never think. They would never th when you hear that on the, our recordings from our gang talks, right? I'm talking to my, the other guy in my gang, Brian, and we're a small gang. We got me, Brian, and Mike, right? Me, Brian, and Mike, and if, at the end of each call, I go, Ooh, and the cops just go, "I think that you know what? These guys have rectal issues. Let's not even prosecute." I feel bad for them, right? Because I'm like, "Yo, Brian, meet me at the spot. Bring the hockey sticks." You know what I mean? And I say things like, "Hey, Brian, the hockey sticks are code word." For that illicit shit. Get it? And he's like, yeah, that's the whole point of a code word. Was you don't say it in case our phones are tapped. And I go, ah, they don't tap phones. That's the 80s. That's the 80s, dude. Uh. All right. This is a weird start. First of all, my boy uh, Michael. Michael Betteridge wrote in. Uh, long time listener. First time caller. First of all, you guys will remember. First of all, you guys will remember a few episodes ago. I talked about. Uh, remember I saw a truck. Filled with uh, stumps. Dude, I almost said logs. But everyone knows a log truck. This was no log truck. This was a stump truck. If you guys need a quick review, I think I just did it. But I come out of the store. I'm minding my own business. Trying to have a normal day. And I look over and I see a, a truck bed full of stumps. And the obvious questions here, we've reviewed this. Is who's collecting stumps? What are they good for? Absolutely nothing. Huh. What is the use of a stump? This guy either got tricked on a deal or he knows something we don't know, right? So I assumed it's one guy, he got bamboozled. Some guy tricked him, hey, the stump, hey, hey, man, the stump is the best part of the tree. <laughs> Dude, is that not the most Kijiji sale of all time? Hey, come on over. The stump is the best. Listen, I know I promised the middle part of the tree, but the stump is the best pot. Okay? So just enjoy your stump. And he's like, whatever, dude. 40 bucks, Kijiji. This guy's going to load it up. I'm just trying to not die. Which, by the way, anytime you buy something on Kijiji and you have to go in the house to get it, if you don't have a split second of this is it, this is it. The whole, this guy probably doesn't even have a chair. He probably doesn't have a fucking chair. This whole thing is a trick. This whole thing he's is a schmaz, schmaz. To get me in here. If you don't come with that energy, then you then, then you are going to die. Because you're not paranoid enough. We went and got a chair. No, we got two chairs a couple weeks ago. Oh, my God. Let me recount this experience, okay? Now, I'm, I'm going to be the first one to call me out. I'm going to call myself out on this and say, I didn't handle this situation the best. Because I came into it grumpy. So, Jen goes, let's go pick up these chairs Already, I'm like, oh, shit. I forgot we had to do that tonight. And I was planning on doing nothing. I was not, you know, when you're planning on doing nothing and then even something comes up, frustrating. Like, literally, if your plan was to do nothing and then someone was like, hey, could you sign this piece of paper? You're like, oh, fuck. No. I'm planning on doing nothing. So, sorry. I don't know why I did that. I apologize. Anyway, Jen goes, we got to pick those chairs up. And I go, okay. Fine, let's go get the chairs. We drive all the way to this person's house. And here's my here's my other pet peeve, okay? I'm driving. She's navigating. Pet peeve number one, she puts the speaker announcements on for the GPS. So the whole time we're driving over there, and I hear in 
500 meters, turn right. And I'm like, hey, can we turn that off? No, well, don't you want to hear it? Well, no, 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 you, can't you just tell me? Because this, this lady, and I appreciate the effort, but she's given me, I don't know her, I don't trust her, we don't have rapport, and she's given me updates like every 28, in 478 meters, turn right. And we're trying to have a conversation. I'm like, so anyway, how was your day? In 312 meters, turn to your right. Todd, remember to listen to me and only to me as we go on this 18-minute journey. 19, because you're going slow. We don't need the, the prompts. So I'm like, hey, turn those off and just guide me, right? Guide me. So that's what we do. We turn them off. And then we get the opposite situation. So we were at first, the prompts are annoying to me because there's too many. There's too many updates. I got it. I got the turn is coming up. Let me know 200 meters before I'll do it. Well, Jen likes to do it at about two meters before the turn. And I'm like, I'm doing that like she's holding her phone, but not, you know, distracted, talking. And I have to do, be the guy that's like looking. And I'm like, is this the turn? Because it looks like it on your phone. And she's like, oh, yeah, this is the turn. I'm like, oh. Okay. So I'm already, let me tell you, I'm already grumpy because I was tired. I was hungry too. And that's the whole thing. Half the time, I would say that 80% of the freakouts in human history are by people who are hungry. And if you mix in tired, I'm sure that there has been countless incidents in history that have changed the path of mankind based on people being hungry and tired. Because it's a regular person will kill someone. If you're hungry and tired, you'll kick a baby. And that's true. So I'm hungry and tired. We're missing turns. We finally get to this guy's place. And I somehow I get in way ahead of time. And I don't know what, I don't, Jen's back in the car. I don't know what she's doing. Maybe she's washing the car now, vacuum. I have no idea. So now I'm hungry, tired. I'm not in the mood. Now I go into this guy's house. I'm like, great, I'll just die alone. There's nothing wrong with the guy. He's a nice guy. He's got a nice house. It's an older house. I'm a little concerned and no TV. Right away, I go into his house and there's no TV. And I go, psycho killer. Psycho. What you, yeah, you don't have TV because you know what you watch all day? Is yourself murdering people. That's what you watch. You don't need TV because you entertain yourself by luring men in here, looking for chairs, and murdering them. So I'm like, what the, where is Jen? Like, what's going on? So I look. I don't know. She's doing something with the trunk. So I get. she finally comes in. And, the, and now I'm even more upset because I'm like, I had to make small talk with this guy. We had nothing. We couldn't even find. Usually you can like, I don't know, point to someone's something in their house where you're killing time. And you're like, this, thanks for the chairs. And he's like, yeah, you know, I don't really uh, sell things that much on Kijiji's. It's uh, not very common for me to do this. And I go, yeah, <laughs> you're, you're telling me, yeah, we don't buy stuff that often on Kijiji. So <laughs> we're kind of in the new boat, uh, same boat. Um so, like, are you, dude, you know it's really bad when you have to start asking the backstory on the sale? Like, you don't give a shit. But again, killing time. So you're like, so do you, uh, did you, are you getting new chairs? Or <laughs> like, Who gives a shit? So, yeah, yeah, you know, we, I actually, so I was thinking about getting new chairs. But the thing is, these ones are just a little too big for in here and, and then he's dude. Then he was like, "And my wife divorced me, so I don't really need chairs anymore." And I was like, "All right, dude. Number one, you're dropping too much heat on me. I don't need. I don't need. I don't even want to know the backstory on the chairs, let alone your relationship fell apart. I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry, but I'm here to give you $20 and get out of here with these hot seats. And then I'm also like, you, you, uh, you know, you're divorced, but don't you need you don't sit now. So you don't sit. That was your whole marriage. Maybe that's what caused them to get divorced was he's, you know, she's like, I like to sit down. He's like, I don't really, I'm not really a sit down guy. She's like, well, why don't you just sit down with me? Like for a bit. He's like, no, we only have the chairs because you want them. Boom. Argument. I don't know, dude. I'm already frustrated, right? It's escalating now. Jen finally comes in. Chairs look great. Fine. Right? We're ready to move them out. And I'm so eager to get out of there. I, I just pick a chair up and I just start moving it. And of course, now, oh my God, now the chair doesn't fit through the doorway. Does it? No, of course not. So he's got some Jenga system. So now I can't get out. I can't hurry this transaction up. And I look up and I'm like, what are we waiting for? Well, Jen's going to send him an e-transfer. And then I'm like, why, why would you, if I was Sebastian Maniscalco, I'd go, why would you do that? Why, why would you not bring cash? Just bring cash. Then you just give it to them. They take it back. You're good. We get the chairs. He gets the cash. We're out of here. I don't have to hear about his divorce. He doesn't have to fill the time telling me about these chairs. I'm still worried we're going to get murdered. And the e-transfer doesn't show up. Dude, this was the most awkward 15 minutes of my goddamn life. And I'm already so hungry and I'm so grumpy with the situation that normally I can finesse the situation and be chatty and we could fill it. I don't even, and you know what I do? I purposely don't fill it so that everyone can feel it. I just don't even, I don't even speak. I just let it hang. Nobody's comfortable. And it's at, at some point I can see him on his email. Like he's on his computer now. He's not even with us. He's left. He's on his computer in the corner of the room. And he's just pulling it down, refresh, pulling it down, refresh, pulling it down, refresh. It's not coming through. And then Jen's looking. She's like, well, I don't know. It's just, it says it's pending. I don't. And I'm like, dude, I mean, and just. The comedy of all of it together, the hunger, the the tiredness, the not even wanting to do it. And then the thing where I see a simple solution that's causing all of these issues. I honestly, I had to hold it all in. I had to hold all of it in because I knew I don't get mad that much. But when I do, boom, it's going to bust. I'm going to bust a giant anger nut. <laughs> so I hold it all in. I hold it all in. And you know what we end up having to do? Because finally I offer, so I say, oh, dude, oh, my God. I almost forgot about this part, too. Oh, my God. So I'm already on the edge, right? I'm already on the edge with this whole situation. And I go, all right, the e-transfer's not showing up, right? So I go, why don't we go over to 7-Eleven and we'll just we'll take some cash out of the ATM. Okay, everyone agrees. Great work. So we go into the car and I'm driving again and I say, Hey, and by the way, before we leave, he goes, yes, yeah, 7-Eleven is just up around the corner. So take a left here, go right. And you'll be there two minutes away. And I go, okay, that's good. And we go back in the car and I go, well, you know where we're going? Yeah. Let me pull it up on my phone. Okay. We start driving and I go, I think he said to go left here. Jen goes, no, 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 it's right. And I go, okay, I think he said left. No, no, it's right. Then we take another 
right. And I go, I don't think this is the right thing. No, this is right. This is right. And we start driving. And Je- and she like Jen's like, oh, it's uh, only 14 minutes away. And I go, 14 minutes. But he said it's right around the block. So now everything is coming to a head again. I'm hungry. I'm tired. I don't want to do this. I'm even more upset. I had to make weird conversation with this guy alone. Then I couldn't get out the door with the chair. Everything's mounting right now. I'm squeezing the steering wheel. And we're driving. And I go, all we got to do is get this cash. We just got to get this cash and get out. That's all we got to do. Hop in. Go back, get these chairs. And then we're going to go home. I'm going to go to sleep. And I'm going to let that rage soak into my pillow and leave my body. But I'm going to hold it all until then. And we're driving and we're driving. And we pass a Scotia Bank. We pass a Shell Station. We pass a Circle K. All of which had ATMs. And we go right. We go left. Traffic. Left again. Finally, we pull into a parking lot of nothingness. Nothing around, and I go, what, what is this? And I look up, and we are. There's a small store right there. And Jen goes, well, this is, I, I don't know, I just put convenience store into, we put convenience store, not 7-Eleven, just convenience store into the maps. And the, what's even more hilarious is we ended up, like I said, there was a Circle K, there was a Shell station. We're at like, Patty's secret hut, family owned convenience store. And I go, this is unbelievable. It has bars on the window. There's like, there's a chip bag wrappers on the outside of the building somehow that defy gravity. And we go, and I go, they're not going to have an ATM. And all I can think is another, another thing. This is a whole nother thing. I go, they're not going to have an ATM. And we go, all right, let's just look. We've come this way. We've come so far on this Kijiji chair journey. For the love of God, let there be an ATM in here, please. And I go in and I I turn left and thank God there's an ATM. And I go, you know what? We went to the one, some boonie store that clearly looks like some money laundering operation because there's two types of chips in here and like three, three, chocolate bars and a Red Bull and that's the whole store and we're the only people in there and the look that they like the owner and another guy were standing there I think her friend the look they gave us when we went in was like why are you in here because only our business associates wink wink Brian and Mike wink wink only our business associates come in here this is a, this is a front you're, you're actually using this as a convenience store why wouldn't you go to 7-Eleven? That's the look that they gave us. And again, I'm even more furious because in my mind and with my eyes, I'm going, no, I'm thinking the same thing as you. So we turn left. Thank God there's an ATM. We go to use it. And I see, I see those famous three words out of order. And dude, I just like, you ever just give up? You ever just like, it's not, what what's going on? Everything that you, I give up, I just gave up. My body went limp. I blacked out. I don't even remember the rest of the the journey at that point. Cause I was just like, why, <laughs> why would we even go to this convenience store? All the things that have led up to this. And of course we end up going to the one that has an ATM that doesn't work. And they're like, so then she goes, what's funny is 
actually at the till, the lady goes, well, I can give you cash, right? You do that like thing where you buy it on the debit machine. She gives you the cash back and we need like, I don't know, 220 for these chairs, right? So we go, hey, can we get 220? And she starts ringing. She's like, yeah, sure. And I go, okay, thank God we have a solution, right? And then Jen puts her card in there and she goes, oh shit, I don't have enough cash in the drawer. Can I give you a hundred? And I go, no, that doesn't, I'm like, we need, that doesn't solve our issue. We're buying a thing that's 220. A hundred is the exact same situations we have right now, cash wise. We'll stuff to it. So anyway, dude, I think you guys get the gist of the story. It was just like, it's one of those where I look back now and I just laugh at the comedy of errors and things that went wrong, especially when you feel you're not into it in the first place. But boy, oh boy, at that time, I was like, I do not know what to do right now. And if I had a sock em, bock em, no, what are those, dude, if I had those balloons that you could used to like be able to hit each other with, I would have smacked the wall with that. Or I would have like hit my car or something. I don't even know. I don't even know. So anyway, my, here's my, here's my Kijiji tips so that you can avoid this very scenario. Number one, bring cash. That's literally the whole tip. Bring cash. You're sitting there mucking around trying to get an e-transfer to go through. Just bring the cash and you're not dealing with that. And then number two is um, just don't do it. <laughs> Send someone else to do it. Dude, I would if there should be a service that's called like Kajuber and it's Uber, but you can buy something on Kijiji, then they go pick it up and deliver it to you. Oh my God, that would be brilliant. Kijiji delivery, guys. The problem is everything on Kijiji is like, $10. So their cut would be 50 cents, but we're working on it. <laughs> oh my God. I can't even believe it. I'm just laughing now thinking back to that story. So that's the tips. Bring cash. Let someone else do it if you can. Oh, the other one too is always meet in public. Always meet in public. I talked to a girl who she bought an iPhone or she sold her iPhone and she went into the guy's house and I'm like, are you insane? No way. That's, that's exactly how they, especially for like an iPhone, that's how they jump you, dude. So meet in public, bring your cash. All right. We got a couple more minutes left here. We can talk about, uh, Michael also had another tip for us. So not only did he see a truck full of stumps and shout out to Michael for taking that picture because that's not an easy one to get. That was while you're on the road. So I really appreciate that. That that's the first thing that came to your mind. You snapped a hot pick. I'll be posting that for sure. And all right, a couple episodes ago, again, I talked about this car that's parked in front of my house that I can't get rid of. Solution from uh, from Michael Betteridge here. Solution to the car parked in front of your house. If you take the license plate off, if you take the license plate off of it and the city will come and tow it right away. Wait, right away. Okay, call bylaw and just say there's some weird car that's been parked on your street with no plates for a long time. It will be gone to questions asked. I guess, you know what? This is a good solution. Enforce the law by breaking the law. I mean, now, is it illegal to take a license plate off? I've never seen the law, officer. My gang's been doing it forever. Yeah, I mean, that's, I don't know if that's ethical. That for sure might work. And now, but you know what? I'm, I think I'm maybe going crazy because now... The car across the street hasn't moved. And there's a black Jeep across on the other side that hasn't moved either. So I'm like, you know what? Maybe nothing's real. Maybe these are all dummy vehicles that don't really move. It's just the Truman Show. And the whole point of it is to try to get me to buy Kijiji stuff when I'm stressed out and hungry. 
And that could be true. But thank you, Michael, for the tips. I will I will provide an update. I hope I don't have to do that. But let's just say if the car is gone, you'll know what happened. And uh, keep sending stuff in here, guys. Anything you've seen, noticed, questions, let me know. We'll answer them. Uh, let me know if you guys have had a Kijiji experience too. I would love to hear. I'm sure there's a million out there. And uh, that would be a good way to start and end Friday when I see you guys tomorrow. And I'll see you then, of course. Adios.